During our day-to-day, we avoid unprofessional and unproductive language that could hurt our reputation and our relationships. Today, we are going to go through a four-letter word that is commonly used every day and is holding people back from living intentional and rewarding lives. So the big question is this, how do veterinarians like you, who live demanding lives, who never seem to have enough time, able to achieve balance and take control of your finances with confidence? That is the question, and this podcast will give you the answers. We are Florida Veterinary Advisors, and this is the Smarter Vet Podcast. Hey, Smarter Vets, this is Tom Seiko and CJ Burnett. We're financial advisors that work with veterinarians, practice owners, and veterinary teams across the U.S., owners of Florida Veterinary Advisors, and the host of this podcast, the Smarter Vet Financial Podcast. Our mission is to reduce financial stress from the veterinary community by providing them with the next step in their plan. Make sure to check out all of our great resources available on our website, such as complimentary financial race CEs, assessments, videos, and articles. You can find them by visiting flvetadvisors.com. Hey, and look, if you're finding this podcast to be helpful, make sure to share, show us some love. We'd love to hear from you on Apple or Spotify. If you don't listen on either of those, it's fine. Go on Facebook too. We have a Facebook page you can visit and give us some love there as well. So today's word, right? The, the word of the day, the word that we're going to talk about in this episode, that was, is, I, in my opinion, one of the worst four letters in the English language as of lately is busy. Busy is something that's like, it's, we hear it so often as well. It's becoming, you know, what would you say, CJ, cancer in our society to a certain degree. It's becoming so bad to where most of the time people are just constantly, they're just like, we're busy, we're busy, we're busy. Well, I, I think oftentimes the, uh, the word busy is uh, kind of a scapegoat for, oh, I forgot to do that. <laughs> like, hey, where's this? Oh, um, well, I've been really busy. Mm-hmm. Or... You know, it's like, well, oh, I haven't had time to do X, Y, Z. Well, it's because I've been really busy, right? That word busy, because it, 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 it doesn't mean productive. It just means activity. It's high activity, right? But like, I don't want to be just busy. I want to be doing things that are productive. And obviously, you have to define what that would be. Like, what 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 is productive? Well, it's getting, you know, are you closer to where you want to be today than you were yesterday? Right. And tomorrow, are you going to be closer to where you want to be than you were today? Absolutely. And it's it's something where a lot of times people, they wake up so many years from now and they they ask themselves, what did I do with my life? Like, really, what happened? And it's kind of a scary thought at times when you sit here and you, you could potentially think of like, I fast forward in my life. And I, I know we've had conversations with people who've gotten later in their careers. And we ask them, like, you know, what is what is something that you really regretted? And it's not doing the things that were really of importance to them uh, because they just let other things kind of get in the way. And some of the things that CJ and I really have identified, like, do do you ever like from a busy standpoint or like if you are using that word all the time, you know, do you find yourself getting stuck in this pattern where it's like, I'll get that done tomorrow or I don't have time until next week, but you still find yourself not doing it. Like you're you're just, hey, I'm talking about it. I'm going to go get it done. But it just, it tends to just kind of get forgotten. But there's really nothing stressful about what you're doing, right? They're all very easy things, but it's the amount of activity, of the amount of stuff that's on your plate that actually creates busyness without being productive, right? You're trying to get all these things done, 
but are all of those things important? Are all of those things critical? Are all mm-hmm. of those things really going to provide you with the rewards that you expect? And, and I, I know that there are studies done out there that, that we as humans really miss understand and, and we actually can't really oftentimes identify what makes us happy. It, it, and they say, well, I'll be, I'll, I'll be happy when fill in the blank. And then the, that whatever that fill in, whatever was in that blank space becomes a reality. And then they're not happy. And it's like, okay, okay well then I'll be happy when fill in this blank. The idea that a lot, oftentimes we can, we can actually consider, okay, I'm going to be happy when this happens. We have to also consider the fact that maybe it's not true. Maybe we actually can't really identify what's going to make us happy. And so sometimes we have to really reflect in order to really recognize like, okay, am I actually making progress here in the way that I want? I mean, I'm, I'm guilty myself because there's been a lot of times in my life where I've, <laughs> I've, I've pulled the busy card. And what's, what's really so interesting about that is like, there are times and seasons in your life where you probably are really busy. Like it gets to a part where there's just a lot going on. And that at those occasions, I'm sure in, in the veterinary community, we hear it so often is you got to do kind of triage of certain aspects of your life. But, but how long are you going to really let that happen? Like, is it something that like, of course, there's, we've talked about before that, is this a new norm that we're potentially going through, especially as like over the last couple of years with the, all the craziness that's been happening. And it's just like, is it something that's going to continue and you're just going to sort of let it happen? Or are you going to really look at it and say, Hey, am I really just pulling the busy card? Uh, because I'm just making excuses for things. And, and, and Or do you have control over making yourself less busy? Like a lot of people don't think they do. But it's sometimes asking ourselves not, can I make my life busier or less busy? Can I make my life less busy? But rather, how can I make my life less busy? And approaching a different question in order to get to a place where you're not, you're you're not like so stressed and so capped out all the time. Right. And and it's being able to recognize too, is like, hey, is this really just a, a season in life? Has this really become that new norm? Because like, there are times where we get sucked into things. I know lately with my my life too, it's just there's been a lot of insane things going on where it's like it's at, at times it's just like, is there ever an end to it? And there there actually is. And of course, it's like then when do you actually get out of that too, where it's are you going to let something else fill its spot where it's like all of a sudden, hey, now I'm busy again doing something else, <laughs> or, or have you actually prioritized what's important? The best thing that you can do right now, stop this podcast. Take the personal financial assessment. We created 10 questions that will help you get a better idea on what you might have a good handle on and create awareness on areas in your finance that you should be taking a closer look at. From this assessment, we'll give you a meeting at no cost to talk with an advisor on our team. One thing is I will say in in society today, especially as it, it just appears that we become even more connected, our economies are getting even closer to each other, life is just, we can instantaneously communicate with people all over the place. And we get to the part where society tends to make us more reactive in our life because there's always like, there's something grabbing our attention. There's something else that we have to be doing, which, you know, you truly could be busy in life again, where, you know, you've, you've hit a part where you've just got so much on your plate and you have to take a close look at it and say, Hey, do I need to tweak things? Do I need to remove them off of there? Where, Maybe your career is constantly demanding certain things from you where we have conversations with people all the time where they're working 60, 70 hours a week. Uh, Maybe you have young children and they're just taking up a lot of time because, well, 
hey, look, that's that's one of your number one priorities. And there might not be an opportunity to get around that where you got to be a little bit more creative on how you're approaching things. And, you know, most of us get really stuck into that kind of that rut or that ditch where we we just use busy and we, we lose control over our lives. And we really want to be proactive with our actions and really take time to reflect on what kind of life we want to live. And one thing I will say that because that, that word busy, there's something else that that I've noticed. And if you've ever read of any any Brene Brown's books or or anything, especially about mislabeling feelings, sometimes you can mislabel a feeling like a, a, a or or a thought, right? And and it can actually actually cause you to feel the feeling that you mislabeled. So an example, got a friend of mine at church. Every time I ask him how he's doing, which by the way is like. So, so think about this question that I'm asking. <laughs> How are you doing? He answers with the exact same thing. He's answered the exact same way for like six years that I've known him. And he, and the answer to how are you that, he, that whenever I ask him is, oh, just been so busy. Like, first of all, I'm kind of thinking in my head like, what? okay, how are you doing? You're busy? That does like, <laughs> I think... I think the context of his answer is a little different than the context of my question, right? So like, but when he says busy and he says, he always has this inflection in his voice of like, just all this weight on him, right? Oh, oh just right. been so busy. And so what's funny is like, he said that one Sunday after I watched an entire week go by on his Facebook page where he was at the beach. I was like, wait, what? So, but I pretty sure you were at the beach all week last week. How were you so busy? I saw you laying on the beach the vast majority of this <laughs> week. Yet the answer, and what was funny is like you could feel him feel the weight of the word busy. Right? He probably actually on that Sunday morning woke up feeling great. So it's kind of weird. So it's like, and I'm the guy that whenever I ask, how are you? I want an honest answer, not just an answer about your activity. <laughs> Or if it's like someone's like, how are you? And you're just like, good. Which good is like, <laughs> yeah, I, don't, it, I mean, it is what it is. Sometimes people just, I mean, it's a default answer, right? Because they're just, they, they, they just they don't want to talk. talk and that's fine. Like, you don't want to talk. Like, I get it. Especially <laughs> if you're kind of more introverted. I'm yeah. an extreme extrovert. Sorry. Uh, it just is what it is, right? But, but I think it's important to label words properly, label feelings properly. So, you know, if you're one of those ones that's running around all the time, with your, like a chicken with your head cut off, but they're act, you're actually not that busy. You just believe you're busy because if, because you, you kind of wear it as a badge of honor. You can actually cause yourself more stress that way than if you just, you know, kind of take, kind of slow down, put some consideration into how you feel, really take some time to investigate and reflect over the last few days and how you feel and how you think and what's going on in your life. Because, you know, that, that alone oftentimes can really bring down the stress level in people's lives. Something that we see very, very often, especially being the financial guys that are out here, uh, financial people, is that people's lives really get impacted, their finances get impacted by the, the thought that they're always so busy without taking that time to really sit down and understand what they're trying to get. Because being in, again, being in society, we're very reactive to a lot of things that are in front of us. And, you know, not taking that moment to really sit down and reflect and understand of, hey, what do I want to accomplish? What are the things that I'm looking for out of my life? What do I want to get out of my finances? Uh, it can basically, your, your entire life can become an accidental result of things that are constantly thrown at you taking the time to really consider 
the end in mind, like the end of your life, the end of the decade, the end of next year, the end of next week, right? And not thinking of, not considering what's in, keeping in mind, what does the end look like? What would, what would, what do you want? And then reverse engineer what you need to do right now to take the right actions on where you want to go. And Hey, you know what? Maybe you don't know where you want to go. That's okay. Pick up, pick, pick something, pick up, like, you're not sure what, what you want to do, where you want to go. Listen, sometimes it's good to fly by the seat of our pants and just see where we end up. Am I right? Like, I mean, I've, I mean, I've done that many that times in my yeah. life. Now, it can't be forever, but it can be for a certain time period. Like, you know what? I am going to take this job and let's just see how it goes. Right? Like, um, I remember working at Smoothie King. I wasn't really sure about it. Like, I was like 16. You know, I just, uh, you know, 16, 17. And I'm like, you know what? I, I don't really want to work here, but like, let's see how it goes. And it ended up being a job that I really enjoyed, right? I had, I've made friends that uh, I still know today, uh, to this day, you know, it's been, what has it been 19 years? So sometimes it's good to fly by the seat of our pants and just mm -hmm. kind of let life take us where, where we got to go. But then, but always at least spending some time to reverse engineer what we want to do right now. Like what, what is that? What, Cause I don't want to get to the age of 65 and realize, realize that I don't have any money for retirement. I don't want to get to the end of next week. Mm -hmm. And realize that I haven't done something massively critical for a client. Like I don't want to, I don't ever want to be in a spot right. where I regret something. So living a regretless life, I think really is the, the, the goal here. Absolutely. And look, if you're, you're probably taking all this stuff, absorbing in, you're thinking about all this, like, yeah, am I really being guilty of saying that I'm always busy? And, and some things that CJ and I have been found to be very helpful for us is to be able to really be present in, in everything that you're doing. And it's harder than we make it sound to be like sometimes taking thoughts and then actually putting them in our lives. Uh, it's incredibly difficult. I, we all struggle with it. And I think as we go through the different seasons that we have out there, but it's really being able to define review and modify a lot of the things that you want to accomplish. They could be financial, they could be personal, it could be whatever the case is that you're trying to go after. And instead of focusing years and years and years in the future, really just being able to take a look at today. Like, what do you want to actually accomplish? And it's pretty incredible when CJ and I, we sit down and we talk with someone and we say, hey, what do you want to accomplish? Like, what are the things that you want to do? And there are sometimes people give us this laundry list of things, which is I'm like, wow, you are very, very into this. And then there's like a lot of people that tend to really have no idea. And we have to help formulate that for them. And if you can sit down and just think of like the next 12 months, like, what are some of the things that you want to accomplish? What are the stuff that you want to start working towards during that Financially time even. Like, you know, I mean, and, and some people may be, well, I don't know where I want to be in 12 months financially. And it may be because you don't know, you don't know a measurement. Like, what measurement do you choose? Like, what is what is progress? I can tell you right now, for mm -hmm. our clients, we tell them to look at their net worth. Because it's one, it's literally one number that they can watch every day. See, when it, it, you, they see it go up, they see it go down. It's a number that fluctuates, but it's a measurement of financial health for their for their personal uh, their personal balance sheet, right? So, like sometimes it's like I've had a client say, "You know what? I just want to increase my net worth by thirty thousand dollars." Great, that's ex extremely focused, very mm -hmm. specific, measurable, right? And so, you know, just to kind of brainstorm and give you some ideas, like really think, like twelve months from now, what is a goal that I want to have? Is it X amount of dollars in my savings account, and why? Ask yourself the question, why, five times. I want, I want, you say, I want $20,000 in my checking account. Why? Well, because that would cover three months of expenses. Yeah, but like, why? 
is it really safety that you're after? Is it because $20,000 really represents a, a, a sense of calm that you can experience? Because right now you have two and you're like freaking out. I mean, really walking through some of this stuff can be helpful to give you some direction as far because if you know where you are and you know where you want to go, then it's a matter of just taking the right steps to get there. Every quarter, take one to two goals that you want to make a priority and do the absolute best you can to accomplish the goals that you chose. Or just one or two, right? Every three months, it doesn't have to be, you know, nine goals a week and then start all over again the next quarter. As life evolves and your desires and your wants change and move, you need to be flexible to add and remove those goals. Right? And don't be don't be upset if you don't hit a goal. Maybe that goal just wasn't that important. I've, I, how many times have I written down a goal, Tom? That we've I think we've talked about this a few times. Like I'd write down like I want to do mm -hmm. this, and you're like, okay, cool. And then like a quarter goes by and I didn't do it, and I didn't make any progress towards that goal. And it, it it's most likely because I just. Right. I actually didn't want it. Like it actually wasn't that important to me. Um, and, and that's okay. Like you can say, okay, you know what? Maybe this wasn't that important to me. Delete, reset, next quarter. Mm -hmm. And giving yourself a date Amazing. of like kind of a due date for some of these things. If if due dates stress you out, then it, it's not the due date that's stressing you out. There's probably something else that's stressing you out. Right? It, it, may, be, it may be the idea of putting pressure on yourself to get something else done that stresses you out, right? It's not the actual due date, but having a due date, having a, a time that you may reset. There's a lot of things that we've talked about here today. And, you know, if you were getting affected by the busy aspect of life and you're over here just feeling like you're losing control, take a moment, reflect. Hopefully some of these things we provided you today can be very helpful. And if you like, if you're loving our podcast, we'd really appreciate it if you can help spread the word. Like the Smarter Vet uh, Financial Podcast Facebook page. If you can give us a review, show us some love on one of the uh, lit platforms that you listen to. Uh, we'd love to even hear if there's some topics you want us to talk on. This is CJ Burnett. And I'm Tom Seco. Wishing you a financial success. Don't forget to visit our website and sign up for our newsletter. By subscribing, you'll be the first to know about upcoming race-approved CE webinars, podcast releases, short presentations, and articles that we publish. Make sure to like us on Facebook, follow us on LinkedIn, and subscribe to our YouTube channel. CJ Burnett and Tom Seco are registered representatives and financial advisors of Park Avenue Securities, LLC, and financial representatives of the Guardian Life Insurance Company of America, New York, New York. CJ Burnett's and Tom Seco's California licenses are 0K79676 and 0K80141, respectively. Security products and advisory services are offered through Park Avenue Securities, LLC, a registered broker-dealer, investment advisor, member of FINRA and the SIPC, and a wholly-owned subsidiary of Guardian. Florida Veneer Advisors is not an affiliate or subsidiary of Park Avenue Securities or Guardian. This podcast is for information purposes only guest speakers and their firms are not affiliated with or endorsed by park avenue securities guardian or florida veterinary advisors and opinions stated are their own this material is intended for general use by providing the content park avenue securities llc and your financial representative are not undertaking to provide investment advice or make a recommendation for a specific individual or situation or to otherwise act in a fiduciary capacity all investments contain risk and may lose value past performance is not a guarantee of future results the individuals associated with florida veterinary advisors do not maintain specialized licenses or qualifications for the financial services provided to veterinary professionals florida veterinary advisors is not registered in any state or with the u.s securities and exchange commission as a registered investment advisor submission number 2022-141821 expires august of 2024